0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: There she is, annoying me from afar. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, I could get my pooping disease again. Maybe she could annoy you from up close again.
1: <laughs> but she could. There's no question. There's no getting around it. No, Amy Daniels filled in for Brittany yesterday because uh, Brittany was taking care of Go-Go. Go-Go didn't feel too well. It's good now, though?
2: Yeah, no, she's doing great now. My husband said uh, she woke up after I left and that she's in a good mood. Um, it was kind of fun, so I got to listen to the show for the first time, you know, live. Sure. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I've never listened not live either because, like, I'm on it. So no, that you would don't. Be, that would no, be you terrible. Don't <laughs> so just full disclosure, I've never listened to our show because I'm on it.
1: You don't even listen while you're on it. What are you talking about?
2: I'm sorry, what? Say it. So, I listened, and you guys, it's pretty fly, okay? Like, it's pretty, I mean, okay, so I listened to the the app also on my talk, but I listened to it, like, as somebody who was running around, just having my phone on me in the house, it was pretty cool. Like, you know, go-go was, you know, all sorts of feelings and then pretty fussy, but just going from room to room with it on my, I mean, it was Nice.
1: Well, uh, the podcasting is getting bigger and bigger and bigger every year, because for that very reason no, you can get every radio station on your phone, too, can you? I think.: I' can't think, you.: Yeah, I for
2: think.: the most so. Part, yeah. I'm just telling you Good guys map. I know that we'd say that our app is slick, but I didn't have experience with it until yesterday. It's pretty slick.:
3: And you know what happened when you opened that app? Hmm. You got entered into the $10,000 pick-your-prize drawing.
2: I don't, see? See, I also have, might have to disagree with you. I've been trying to get $1,000 every day, and they're having weird feelings about me applying for it. So I don't know why. Do I, I? I, yeah, I, I'm annoyed. Um, I registered, <laughs> so I don't know why I can't win.
1: Yeah, I think it'd be good for me to... And our winner today, Brittany Artisan! Yeah, like, yeah, that'd be great.
2: <laughs> as soon as yeah, I win yeah. that money... Fuck you guys. I'm she out quit.
1: of here. <laughs> she quit. A thousand oh. bucks is all it took.
2: That's all I needed. I just needed to make a little bit of cash and I'm out.
1: AJ. Yeah? How much money you got <laughs> on you right now? <laughs> cool. I think, I think we can scrape it together. <laughs> we'll scrape it together. She's out of here, baby. That's all I know. Now, it's, uh, it's, that uh, is the future of the world, no question. Everybody uh, with their phones walking around, you just go to the app, you listen to the show, it'll pop up on your car radio. It's a whole, different, a whole different world, no question about it. There are many different sources of stress from the lingering effects of COVID-19 to work deadlines to relationship tensions. On top of those stressors, 83% of adults are stressed out by high inflation, Overall, stress levels are not uniform across the country, though, and certain states worry more than others about specific issues. WalletHub compared the 50 states across 41 key indicators of stress to determine the places to avoid and achieve a more relaxing life. Our data set ranges from average hours work per week to the personal bankruptcy rate to the share of adults getting adequate sleep. So do you guys want to vote on how do you think Minnesota, because I have not seen the list. Have you seen the list?
2: No, I haven't at all.
3: I skimmed it, so I'm going to refrain from maybe voicing some uh, opinions here. I don't, want to, I don't want to spoil anything. I want you guys to react to it.
2: Oh, uh, Minnesota. Okay. Here's the thing, Tom. We can't break mm-hmm. down time of year because, like, there is a huge yeah. difference with, you know, winter to summer in Minnesota. So I'm going to say we were on the least, the, the, the lighter side of stress. I think we're on the light side of stressed out
1: cities. If so it, we're not as stressed out.
2: Correct.
3: If it helps, okay. here are the like the four main factors that they, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. they utilized for this. Work okay. rela- work-related stress, mm-hmm. money-related stress, family-related stress, and then health, uh, health and safety-related stress. So those are like the four biggest weighted ones when ranking all these.
1: Okay. See, there you go. So how, I, we don't know. Um, Now, AJ knows, but you and I don't know. Where would you guess Minnesota would come in this list of of stress? You said they're leaning toward not stressed?
2: Correct. I think they're on the least stressed because we handle a lot and we have great, I think Minnesota falls in the safety aspect a little bit more than some. And I want to say we most of the time have a good work-life balance.
1: Yeah, most of the time. One thing, that I, people get some people get very pissed off at me about it, but tough titty because I've always felt this. I talked about this the first time when I used, I think 50 years ago when I first worked here. But um, Minnesota is, is cut into these little sections, and I don't know, I've, I've lived other places and I didn't notice it much, but I never got out of the city much either. But Minnesota has these pockets of people, and I know the people get very pissed off when I say this, but I don't know why you get pissed off because I will tell you honestly, the nicest people I've ever met live in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and the biggest pricks I've ever met live in Minnesota. Isn't that amazing?
2: I think it's just you've lived here long enough to find them, both groups.
1: Well, I think Minnesotans base a lot of their lives on their emotions, so if, you know, if they want to be happy and see you and how you're doing, it really comes across, but by the same token, if they don't like something, boy, you're going to know it right now.
2: Yeah, I... Uh... I usually fall in the I feel like the Minnesotans are very nice. I think we have a hard time inviting in people to our homes. Like Yeah. And I think that's the winner in us that like we like bear, to, you know, like hibernate because yeah. pe- people uh, transplants always talk about how it's hard to break the barrier of like visiting houses and homes and stuff.
1: Nice suppose. All right, I'm going to scroll down. We're going to start this thing off here. The main findings, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, The most stressed states, okay, that's where we we start. Uh, They directed me to most stressed. Uh, I'm going to go 10 to 1 um, because we do a top 10 and a bottom 10. So, um, See, this is already all really, really heavily weighted by where you live. Whoever put this story together, you can tell they do not come from the South. Because the worst places to live in America, the most stressed out states, are Oklahoma, Texas, Kentucky, Alabama, Arkansas, Nevada, West Virginia, New Mexico, Louisiana, and Mississippi. Is there one state over the Mason-Dixon line? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez. These st- this is exactly what I'm talking about. I've been to Mississippi, Louisiana, New Mexico. I've been to every one of these states, as a matter of fact. I didn't see a lot of people very stressed out and pissing and moaning. I've enjoyed my time in each one of these states. There's no question about it, right?
2: Yeah, that kind of blows my mind, too, because they're, are they, they're not that expensive to live in, some of those, no. either. No,
1: no. And I'm telling you, I got Mississippi, Louisiana, you know, down the same area down there. Mm-hmm. You hang out in Mississippi, and, you know, maybe you go to Biloxi or Gulf Shore or whatever, and then you go across the state line, you go over to... Uh, New Orleans, hang out there for a while. I mean, I I loved it, and they're the two most stressed states. I, the reason I can't believe that, is because both of those states have alcohol. So I'm thinking <laughs> that I'm not buying that. they I I didn't run into a lot of stressed people. I was, I tried to help somebody out, and boy, did I get roundly criticized for this. But after Katrina, uh-huh. you know, blew up Mississippi and Louisiana, I mean, it hammered those two states. So uh, some family members and friends and I went down there and tried to help them rebuild stuff and give them some dough and do all kinds of stuff. I, even though the, they had just both been smoked by a hurricane, I didn't see a lot of stressed people. They handled it very well, I thought. So I don't know what they're talking about. So should I go all the way down to the least stressed states or should I go through the other stuff?
2: No, go to the least now. Let's see what the least are.
1: Okay. The, so we're going with the least stressed states, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Oh, they don't list it under the least stress. So I'm just going with the bottom 10, I guess, is what that would make sense.
2: Yeah, yeah. Top 10, bottom 10.
1: Okay. Um, You got 41 is Virginia, then North Dakota. These are the least stress states. Uh, Connecticut, New Jersey, Iowa, Massachusetts, South Dakota, New Hampshire, Utah. The the least stress state in in America is Minnesota.
2: No way. Least? It is.
1: I don't know if I'm buying that one.
2: I mean, I, I don't know why. I either want to be the best or the least. So it's like, I get, Adam, we're just like polarizing.
1: Is Virginia right on the Mason-Dixon line? I don't remember. I used to know these things, but I don't remember. What
2: kind of question is I don't know.
1: Very, well, because you got everyone of North Dakota, Connecticut, New Jersey, Iowa, Massachusetts, South Dakota, New Hampshire, Utah, and Minnesota are all above the Mason-Dixon line. But I think Virginia is too, but I can't remember. Virginia either it's split in half
2: is or? right under the Mason-Dixon line. So
1: it is in the south. Yes. See, that's what I was wondering. I, th- I thought it was either cut in half by it or I, can't, I couldn't remember if it was north of it or south of it or whatever. So they threw in Virginia. So I wonder why they're pissed off at Virginia. They don't like Virginia. <laughs> why do you think that is? Mm-hmm. We're throwing in you in with all those stupid bastards from the southern United States. What do you think of that?
2: Take that.
1: Take that, man. Um, Average hours worked per week. Most would be in Texas, Alaska, North Dakota, Wyoming, and Louisiana. The fewest hours worked in a week would be Connecticut, Massachusetts, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Utah. Um, Yeah, I think it's pretty interesting that the least stressed state out there would be um, Minnesota. I got to say this, though, to be honest with you, unless you bring up politics. Minnesotans get nuts about talking politics. Have you ever noticed that?
2: Yeah, but also, I mean, you're right, but also we love avoiding talking about politics.
1: Yeah, well, that's good. Because honest to God, it just it's wearing everybody out. Could we just kind of meet in the middle on anything? What do you say?
2: I mean, I'm down.
1: In 48 hours, well, a little more than 48 hours, my Minnesota Twins begin their uh, 2023 season... And I got to be honest with you. Once that starts, I'm gonna give a rat's ass who's stressed out and who isn't. I don't care. (laughs) I love the twins. Leave me alone for the next six months, right?
2: I mean, we got we got a fun lineup with twins and with Score North and. uh, Oh God, yes. um, We're just we're gonna have that'll be a fun season.
1: I think so Oh yeah, go ahead, sir.
3: How many games do you think Byron Buxton actually plays this
1: year? I, you know, it's funny you bring that up because he's he. What has he played in one preseason game?
3: Yeah, and, I mean, he he performed well during it. He had a yeah, leadoff he double. Did. He hit well. Yep. And, he's I mean, he is a, a superstar when he's healthy and on the field, but that's the problem. He can't stay on the field.
1: No, he cannot stay healthy. He, he, he does go after it. One thing I will give him, he is very aggressive, and that's one of the reasons he gets hurt so much. But I just think maybe you put him in there, at, at least at the beginning of the season, put him in there at DH, and let's go forward. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm thinking anyway. So uh, I really am pretty fired up. There's some people talking uh, that uh, the Minnesota Twins are going to win some some uh, games in the 90 uh, 90 to 100 game area. That would be nice.
3: I could see it, you
1: know, Korea's back
3: yep. and they actually yep. they actually for the first time in I feel like years have a decent uh rotation for pitching. Yep. They have right. at top to bottom, it's guys who are going to be able to go out there, and you're confident, like, this is not a throwaway game. That We're not looking just to get to tomorrow. We have a chance today. So that's, uh, I think, something a lot of Twins fans can look forward to.
1: I just love the Twins. Always. I was so lucky at the very beginning of my time over at the Q. I got invited to tons of Twins games and was able to go down on the field. They actually gave me a uniform to put on one time and Whoa. just you know, screwing around. That was so much fun. But the one thing I will never forget, remember Al Newman? Uh-uh. He was a Minnesota twin for a while. Mm-hmm. Al did not like the fact that when I criticize, and I, Look, if I love the twins, I'm going to criticize them too. There's something I don't like. I love this team. I'm very emotionally involved. So when there's something I don't like, I'm going to criticize it, right? Makes sense. Well, Al didn't like that. He got very pissed off me. He got right in my face about it. And I literally just looked at him and went, what are you doing? And he goes, I just want to talk to you about what you said. I said... Al, you're the size of a fire hydrant. Go away. I mean, honestly, he was, he was like right up in my face. I hate it when people do that. It's like, calm down. Why don't you go get a hit or something? What do you say? I don't know. He's probably a really nice guy. I have heard from people like Laudner and Herbeck, and I think, I think they liked Al Newman a lot. They liked him as a, uh, as a teammate, which is a good thing. But, um, yeah, it's Thursday. Is, is Thursday. A, that's an afternoon game Thursday, isn't it? I think.
3: Yeah, I believe uh, Thursday they, they get going on the road. I believe they're out in L.A. because they open. Uh, they have their home opener for home opening day uh, next Thursday, the sixth, when they host the Astros.
1: Jesus, so they got to go to L.A. and then to Miami. Holy Christ! That's you go from Minnesota to L.A. to Miami. You want to make the triangle? Is that what we're trying to do here? <laughs> Because I'm going to be, I have to go on the road uh, next week for a while. I mean, I'm going to still be on the show and everything, but I'm going to be in Miami for a while, and, and Catherine's going to be with me, and I'm going to go to the Twins game. Uh, Miami playing the Minnesota Twins, I think it's next Monday or Tuesday, something like that. Mm-hmm. I haven't got the schedule in front of me here, but um, I've never been to a baseball game in Miami, so that's going to be, I've been to a football game, but never a baseball game. So I'm looking forward to that as well, going to see my Minnesota Twins in person in just, uh, well, less than a week now. Really looking forward to that. I know I rave about the Twins a lot, and, you know, the NFL is the huge sport and all the rest of it, but I, I will never give up on baseball. I think baseball is just a magnificent sport do ta- you think?
3: Yeah, I was talking with uh, Grant Wengstern, who's one of the pr- uh, producers over at My Talk. He does the Laurie oh, and Julia show. Okay. But uh, we were talking about just kind of like the atmosphere that surrounds MLB opening day. It's not like anything else in sports, <sighs> in my opinion. It's that kind of social community camaraderie. Yep. Everybody's yep. just got that extra buzz about them. where, you know, you, you can have that for week one of the NFL, but people are too too crazy and ballistic, too in your face, like, ah, oh, you know, football. And then you have hockey where they're, you know, it's a, it's a different atmosphere. Mm-hmm but oh baseball opening day it's the fanfare the pomp and circumstance it's it's everything that i feel like is right with the country you know if that make, if that makes sense yep it's i agree
1: so i agree love my twins and little over 48 hours baby that's all i'm saying um, you know how I like to say that people really need to grow up. We've, we've—I don't know why—we've all reverted to our childhood feelings that everybody's pissed off about everything constantly and everything sucks, and I'm a victim, and oh my god, it's horrible. <laughs> now apparently, even your shoes are wrong. Did you know that?
2: Yeah, I'm—I'm I'm a little nervous. Tell me why.
1: Someone invented a shoe you can wear backwards. Huh? Why would you want to do that?
2: Um, that's, like, you're talking about front to back, not right and left or anything.
1: It says, uh, I haven't read the story yet, but someone invented a shoe you can mm. wear backwards. So I don't know what that means. But to, why would you, who came up with that? To
3: preface this, I I, I did look into this a little bit. It's oh, a you com- did. It's a company called Mischief, and they're, they're notorious for um, oh. these products that are, like, you wouldn't think about it, but they it, it kind of make sense. They have a lot of money to make it work. It, a lot of the stuff they put out is like celebrities will get it as like a, hey, look at how much money I can kind of spend on this type of thing.
1: Oh, um, yeah. But, yes, you know, exactly.
3: it's wacky. It's out there. Um, but that's kind of their thing. That's their shtick. It's practical, yet you wouldn't actually want it if you're a
1: normal person. <laughs> that makes total sense to me. You know, as a kind of a little bit of a lead-in when Catherine and I were on the road. I I won't even say where we were because it was one of those, it was a, I don't know, it was a shopping area. There's a specific name for it, but um, there was a used purse, and I can't remember the name of the purse, Catherine would know, but there was a used purse that was on sale at this store. It wasn't a thrift store, though, because the used purse was $14,000. What the hell would you want to spend $14,000 on a purse for? Why would you do that? Yeah. 14 grand for a used purse. So apparently new was about 30 Gs or something, I guess. Who used it, Mother
3: Teresa? Like
1: what is going on?
2: <laughs> well, some of Honesty. those Some of those brands too, Tom, they're like If they discontinue, I mean, I know this is all very silly, but if they discontinue that model, the price actually goes up in purses. It's rare. Like, you know, like a purse I'm going to be rocking or like, you know, uh, most people are going to be wearing are not the type that go up in price, but there are those random ones that do go up.
1: I swear to God, I thought a purse was like 50 bucks. I really did.
2: Oh, well, That's adorable.
1: <laughs> so <apparently> I,
2: <laughs> I love okay. that you think that as somebody who has shopped with your wife i love that you have still have that thought
1: oh my god katherine that I just means know. she
3: has good taste if that's what you think
2: yeah uh, 50 bucks oh, yeah. i mean absolutely yeah i mean i love that that's your mind frame
1: <laughs> first time i talked to her this morning face to face and go how you doing spendy and she won't have any idea what the hell I'm talking no. about. It'll be perfect. And
2: she's not a ridiculous person, but she... No, she's not. She, uh, she's she got good taste.
1: Except in men, is that what you're saying?
2: Oh, yeah. Like, she makes yeah. up for it in her clothes and her okay. accessories.
1: Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. She's made up for me mm-hmm. by getting a nice purse. Yeah, but plural. Okay. Uh, well, a purse is, yeah. Okay. multiple. If you saw someone walk down the street in these, you'd think it was a glitch in the Matrix. A fashion brand in New York invented a new shoe you can wear backwards. Uh, No matter which end you put on your foot, it's still functional footwear. If you wear them like normal, they're an open-toed sneaker. That alone is pretty weird. Um, If you wear them the other way, they're sandals, but it looks like you've got shoes on backwards. Uh, They're called the BWD shoe, short for backward. Yeah, I know what BWD stands for. I got it. Uh, we assume it's from the brand Mischief, M-S-C-H-F, pronounced Mischief. They're the same company selling those big red boots that make you look like a cartoon character. I don't know what they're talking about. Do you know what they're talking about with that? No, I'll look it up. Big red boots. Those things are atrocious. Do you know the, like, the video game? Oh, they're. <laughs> okay. the, the,
3: you know the Mega Man, if that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yep. Remember his feet? It's those, butt shoes.
2: Oh, it kind of looks like moon boots. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'll put a link oh.
1: up. Oh. You know, after they met, what was the name of that movie that was hilarious? Uh, I think it took place in Utah. Uh, the young guy. God, what the hell was the name of He wore moon boots the entire movie. What the hell? It was a, oh, it's is a it great Napoleon great movie.
2: Dynamite? Is that Napoleon what you're
1: Dynamite. That's exactly yes. it. I love that movie.
2: Uh, yeah, I do too. I, uh, moon Boots is very triggering for me. I had an ex-boyfriend uh, buy me them as a Christmas gift. And not only were they moon boots, they were the wrong size. And I lived Whoops. with him. Like, Whoops. he had access to all my shoes and he still bought me the wrong. We broke up like a day later.
1: You know what my favorite line is from that movie? Hmm. Because the guy's just sitting there and sitting in the six, And then all of a sudden he starts talking and he goes like this. Over there at that creek bed, <laughs> on a couple of di- diamond red di- arrowheads. <laughs> <laughs> that,
3: that's amazing. You bring that up because I just saw uh, an interview with the director. You know that wasn't even in the script.
1: No, it was not. Right? They were
3: just sitting around eating, and then that's just how that guy talks. And he go and he's like, "I found some Shoshone arrowheads over there." <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And and the, and the director's like, "That's going in. That's going absolutely."
1: In the movie. Oh, my favorite line in the damn movie.
2: There's so many funny lines in Napoleon Dynamite. Like it. Like to this day, if someone's not eating, we'll be like, "Eat your food, Tina." Like, oh. Oh yeah.
3: Give me some oh, of your yeah.
2: tots. Give me some of your tots. Ta- oh, and then grab my arm, my other arm, with your other arm <laughs> when he's teaching him how to fight.
3: Break the wrist, rock away. Break the wrist, <laughs> break rock away. The list, break away. <laughs> So good.
1: You you do know that after the show is over, I'm gonna go and talk to Catherine, no matter what she's doing, and she's gonna say, "So how are you doing?" And I'm gonna say, "Over at that creek bed, <laughs> found a couple of shows only early. I can't do the voice as well as I, I, I wish I no, could. No, that sounded spot on. Because it's phenomenal when the guy, and he's so sincere about delivering it. That's the, the great part of it all. Oh over at that creek bed. <laughs> Where do you get that accent, by the way? That's an accent.
4: Oh, I don't know.
1: I love it. All right, so I'm going to click on there's a photo of uh, of the open-toed sneaker. Oh, my God. These are the most hideous shoes I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> They're hideous.
2: I don't like them at all. They make me feel no. uncomfortable.
1: Well, wouldn't your toes get jammed up against the back of the shoe when you're wearing it that
2: way? Listen, as a woman who's worn many practical shoes, you they, they, they strive to look good, and these just make me feel icky inside.
1: They look terrible. Okay, and then it says, in your, but it looks like you've got your shoes on backwards. Okay. Oh my God. You did, it looks like you have your shoes on backwards. There's no question about that. Now, all the support would be in front of your toes. Matter of fact, your toes wouldn't even make it to the, all the support in the shoe because you're now standing, your heel is on what would be the toe of the shoe, which has very little support. I
2: don't- why you're acting like they're gonna heal your plantar fasciitis, Tom? That's not the Ooh, point. Plantar
1: fasciitis. There you go.
2: It's not the. These are just meant to be the worst, and they are. The other.
3: Where they are. Another yeah. shoe that these guys have made is like you know the everlasting Gop Stopper from Willy Wonka, where it's like yes. the jawbreaker. Yep. It gets changes colors. It's a shoe that like you're supposed to scuff up because after the ins or the outsole starts rubbing away, all these colors and patterns start to to come out, and it's just like it's just you're meant to break them, but I don't know. When I buy shoes, I want them to last a little bit, you know? I don't care about how they look.
1: That would be good. That would be nice. By the way, the new Backward Shoes cost $135. They hit their website on April 11th, so you can buy them starting in just about two weeks. You'll be very excited about that. Um, <laughs> an average pair of sneakers now is about $135, bucks, is not it? It
2: feels like you cannot get away with about hundred, at least a breaking in 100 bucks for,
1: yeah, yeah. for yeah. some good ones. Seems like it. All right, we got to take a break. Coming right back after this, Channel 5's Chris Eggert will join us right after this. Tom Tom Bernard here. You might not know this about me and about my family, but we're kind of Nissan strong. I say that because I own a Nissan Altima from Walzer Nissan. I love it. My son Andy owns a Nissan Rogue Sport from Walzer Nissan. And my daughter-in-law, Melissa, yup, you guessed it, drives a Nissan Kicks. And Cart's grandson, Ethan, safely around town, also purchased at Walzer Nissan. You want to know who else is Nissan strong in the Twin Cities? Walser Nissan and their trifecta of stores. Down south, GM Dan Resch at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville. West of the metro, just off Highway 12 and Wyzetta Boulevard is Casey Novotny's Walzer Nissan Wyzetta. And in Coon Rapids, north side of Highway 10 and Round Lake Boulevard, Jay Buck runs the show at this Nissan store. This month, at all three Nissan dealerships score 0% financing on Rogues, Altimas, and Pathfinders with up to $1,500 available loyalty cash on select models. Nissan Strong and Loyal-like me and my family. Even if you're just Nissan curious, go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. I'm due for an oil change. Maybe I'll see you there. 0% financing for 36 months, $27 per month per 1,000 finance on approved credit. The Dell Technologies semi-annual sale starts now with limited quantity deals on select performance PCs powered by 12th
4: gen Intel Core processors. Save on select Vostro laptops with built-in security features
1: and select Latitude laptops with enhanced privacy, collaboration and connectivity. Save on select essential accessories plus free shipping and special financing with dell business credit call
4: a dell technologies advisor at 877 ask dell that's 877 ask
0: dell
2: Yes, we do have availability. Those dates for how many guests?
0: Andrea's boutique hotel is the destination to tie the knot. Oh, you want the whole property? She needs an assistant to catch the bookings bouquets.
2: 249
0: guests, huh? Oh, and three dogs. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed, you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Honey, come here, quick. What is it?
1: Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a
2: mistake. (laughs) Nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. (laughs) Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B-21.
1: I thought learning a language would be too much work, but Babbel makes learning fun. J'aime Babbel.
2: Babbel's lessons only take 10 or 15 minutes, and soon you turn and realize, hey, I'm starting to speak another language. How'd that happen?
3: Babbel isn't robots talking. You learn words and phrases from real native speakers. I was ready for real-life conversations in just a
1: few weeks. So easy. Go to babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
1: Aren't I the lucky one? Let's piss Tom off. What do you say? All right, I'm going to try to sound I'm going to use a new sound effect. You ready? Uh Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert. What do you think?
4: Sounded good.
1: That was an empty can that I just picked up, so.
4: I would love it if I just had that, like, as a little recording to play on my belt, like, just walking into any kind of room.
1: You know, this has been yep. brought up to me by some people already. I hope they do bring me back as the voice of Eyewitness News, just so I can mispronounce it. Ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Egert. I'm going <laughs> to pronounce your name wrong. It's going to be Yeah, perfect.
4: it wouldn't be the first time, that's for sure. Isn't that, funny to, <laughs> isn't that funny to think that, like, that in the back in the day was a live job? Like somebody oh, yeah. was at the studio for that 10-second thing just to make that announcement, which is crazy.
1: That is true. One of my favorites of all time, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he got fired, and they, first of all, they made the mistake. They fired him on his last day, but made him finish his last day.
4: Oh, that's, uh, a, that's a bad mistake there. Really bad <laughs> idea,
1: because he did his last drop, and I think it was when WTCN was owned by Chris Kraft. You guys don't remember that. You're not alone, but it was uh-huh. on Channel 11 was WTCN TV back then, and it was owned by Chris Craft, the Chris Craft company, right? Yep. And he does his last announcement. He goes, WTCN, this am a Chris Craft station. <laughs> he said, this I am. And he said, I thought it was wonderful.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so i a totally uneducated fool yeah, you don't want to fire someone and then put them on the air. Not a good idea.
4: No. I, I um I won't say where, but um uh, back in the day I worked at a place where uh, a very long time member of the news team was told that they weren't gonna renew his contract, Ooh. but they kept extending him until they found somebody. So oh. the guy was like knew his his time was coming to an end on like the job that he wanted his whole life. And I, I'm sure he was on at least like seven or eight months after that. Oh, and, Jesus. Um, one night we were in the studio and it was during a commercial break and, and something happened and he got upset. And I just saw like, I, I finally saw it like come out of him. He just like lost it. And, you know, it was off camera. None of the none of the people at home knew about it or anything, but he was ve- got very upset and like, I can't even get this job. And blah, 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 blah. And then he like <laughs> pushed over a freaking TV monitor. Oh my God. Ooh. Ooh. And then it was like three, two, one. And hello, welcome back to the news. I mean it, it like happened that quickly. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I was like shaking. I was like, holy shit, did that just happen? But that's what <laughs> happened. Like they put him in a position. Yeah. Right? Like which is super unfair to him.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. You don't want to tell somebody you're out of here in seven months, but it'll take seven months to get rid of you. You don't want to do that.
4: No, and they and they. and I'm sure he went in with the best intentions, like, yeah, well, this sucks, but I'll make it work. But then he starts to get angry. I mean, you you know, I don't know. It was a bad deal. Anyway, I digress. You know,
1: you remember, of course, um, Sylvester Stewart, Sly and the Family Stone? Yeah. He was a disc jockey in San Francisco before he started that band. I don't know if you knew that or not. Oh. And his last day on the air, he locked the door, which is never a good sign when that door is wedged. I don't know what he wedged in between the door and the door frame, but he, he, yep. there was no lock on the door, obviously, so he had to invent one. Went on the air, started railing. I don't even remember what radio station it was on. Started railing, it was in San Francisco, though. Railing on him just going this place sucks it's horrible I've always hated working here the management sucks it's terrible and he's going on and on and on and the very last thing he said is they were breaking down the door because you could hear them beating on the door there's a right. recording of this somewhere I don't know who has it but somewhere you can get the recording of it at the very end when they just just got the door broken through he says and one more thing general manager I've been banging your daughter
4: <laughs> oh <laughs>
1: That's not very nice, now is it?
4: Oh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs>
1: God. Yeah, you don't want to fire someone and let them near the mic, do you?
4: I was just, was I just reading something about Sly Stone in the last couple days? I know I heard something about him. He's writing a book, or what was it?
1: I love that band. I think that band is magnificent.
4: Yeah, a Sly, a Sly Stone book to be released. Yeah, I thought I read something about that the other day. Really? Yeah.
1: He's Think had I mentioned quite, a, the...
4: quite a, a life of ups and downs, too, from, yep. from everything that I've heard about
1: it. Yes, indeed. What hell of a talent, no question about it. Not really good at saving money, though, from what I understand.
4: Yeah, that's kind of the deal. And, like, been right. like basically homeless. And he's 80 years old now.
1: Huh. Oh, God, really?
4: Isn't that crazy?
1: Love that band. Absolutely love them from moment one. But, you know, it all works out in the end. So in any case, um, yeah. as far as the news today is concerned, there's some some interesting things going on. Now, I pointed out this morning that I I just kind of changing channels. And as far as national news, I can watch the local news. That's fine. But national news, I last about 30 to 45 seconds. Yeah,
4: that's fair.
1: Not a, not a lot of happy news on those national news shows. I don't know if you noticed that or not.
4: No, definitely not.
1: Um, you know, they talked at length. One of them was talking a lot about uh, obviously the Nashville situation where nine, three nine-year-olds and three uh, adults were shot and killed for no reason whatsoever just because some psychopath decided to open fire on little kids. I mean, you got to be one crazy son of a bitch to shoot a little kid, don't you think?
4: I I can't imagine in a million years what nope. would drive somebody, but I wouldn't say you're in the right headspace if you're doing that
1: anyway, but right. And then I turned the channel to the other one and they were doing nothing but bitching about Donald Trump. And again, I'm not a big Donald Trump supporter. So that's not why I just, you've been doing that now for about three years. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? (laughs) I just like, Jesus. I,
4: yeah, yep, yep. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Again, if you're guilty, then you should go to jail. If you're not guilty, could we just calm down and stop making the United States look really bad? That'd be good.
4: Yeah, it seems like there's a never-ending stream of that discussion going on, that's for
1: I, sure. You know, I, look, presidents are not my kind of people. When I look back, would would I hang out with, you know, Joe Biden? I suppose if he invited me to lunch, I'd go because he's the president of the United States. I You know, I've done that before, not with Joe Biden, but... Um, I I'd, I'd have to go back a long. I, I think maybe Jimmy Carter is the one guy I wouldn't mind. And that that party's wrapping up, unfortunately, but he seems like a very sincere and a very nice man. Not a good president, but a hell of a nice man, right?
4: Yeah, I, I, I've never heard anybody say a bad word about him as a human being, and he's got a you know a, a, a well documented life of of public service. Um, yes, I, you know, yep. I do remember. Uh, You know, and I do know that history is, you know, basically decided that he was not a good president. Anybody who was alive then at the time, you know, uh, obviously realizes kind of why that is. But I I do think, though, it's funny because I think people do a little bit of nostalgic um, revision of of people's sort of presidencies or, you know, I mean, I remember, like, when George W. Bush was a president. And, oh, my gosh, you know, by the time he was... On the way out, you know, it was this, that, or whatever. And Clinton, I mean, name any one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, the more time passes, people are less stuck in the minutia of what may have happened during their presidency. And they're more like, you know, you know what, looking back now, he wasn't such a bad guy, or, you know, this, that, or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying?
1: Yep. I do. I see what you're saying. No question about it. I just, uh, like I said, it just, the national news, I know local news still does pretty well. Doesn't it across the United States?
4: Yeah. Well, depending on the city, um, but yeah, it does. It's still a very, uh, I I don't have the stats in front of me, but we are guys are putting out this kind of information all the time that there's still a very high percentage of people who are watching the local news because it's so hyper local and, um yeah so we're still doing okay uh my thought is as long as i walk into costco and the first thing i see is seven thousand gigantic tvs then i'm (laughs) probably gonna be all right
1: (laughs) that is true man
4: when that day changes i'm out that'll be it
1: you're done you're gone
4: i think I think i got maybe one or two more years left at this point anyway so we'll see
1: you only think one or two more years, and I'm going to have to quit this job because I can't work with you?
2: So dramatic. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm just joking <laughs> about it.
4: I've been waiting to get called <laughs> in the, the boss's office for years. I definitely, it hasn't happened yet.
1: Who is the news director now? I don't even know.
4: Uh, his name's Kirk Varner.
1: Oh, I've heard the name, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I good think I might have met him. He's a good dude. I think I might have met him, but I'm not sure. But, yeah, I, I, I depend on the local news, as a matter of fact, and that's one good thing about, uh, again... The internet is—I uh, don't care where you are. You just sit down and look at your phone, or you got a laptop or a desktop or whatever. You can watch the local news from your hometown, mm-hmm. wherever you are in the world now, which is pretty damn cool, don't you think?
4: It's the uh, the World Wide Web.
1: <laughs> it indeed it is. So, I don't know. Like I said, I well, I worked at Channel Five for I don't know how many years. Christ, they, were, they must have worked there a cumulative total of about 20 years. So. Nice people. Not you, but everybody else is very nice.
4: That's fair. That's fair. I'll I'll accept that.
1: (laughs) That's nice. Any big stories in Minnesota we should know about?
4: Well, there's all kinds of stuff going on, but I'm just going to give you some optimism for two of our I love it. So uh, the Timberwolves have had a nice little run. They're out west. Uh, They won again last night. So they're in the playoffs right now. I believe they're tied with the Warriors for sixth place in the Western Conference playoff race. Um, So the Wolves are making a nice little run. uh, Carl Anthony Towns is back. And then the Wild, even with Kirill Kaprizov out, are playing very well. Uh, They've got this young feller, uh, Matt Boldy. I don't know if you've been reading anything about him, but they showed him on TV yesterday with his mask off, and the kid looks like he's like 15 years old, and he's just killing everybody right now. And making us all feel very old. So uh, he had three goals last night, second hat trick in eight days. So the Wild are Jesus. killing it. Uh, their first place uh, in their uh, game behind Colorado. So I'm thinking there's going to be some victory parades this summer. Let's start planning for them right now.
1: Works mm. You know, what a coincidence this is, because just last night I saw some video of him. And I turned to Catherine and I said, what is that guy, like 15 years old, for Christ's sake? How old is he? I know, I was
4: very surprised. And I'm not trying to be dismissive. I was just like, and I know he's very young. I was like, holy crap, this guy looks like he's younger than my son.
1: (laughs) He does. He looks very, very young, which is good. What a stud. Indeed. Did you ever play hockey?
4: No, I I grew up primarily in South Dakota, and believe it or not, that's not a thing over there really. Only at the basketball. Only yeah, it's about it's pretty much basketball territory. Only the bigger uh, cities even had ice sheets, so no, that that definitely was not a thing.
1: No, I I can see that. Very good ankles. You never had good ankles ever.
4: (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs>
1: what that, what happened? That's,
4: that's why the foot thing, man. It started out bad and it just got
1: worse. So, were you born with with your feet turned in or something?
4: I think I did have the ankle that's uh, has been incinerated. Now, I think that ankle was probably um, turned in a little bit, and that's what caused me to injured all the time, and that's what kind of led things the way they went before I lost the leg. Um, but basketball, it's not like basketball is a great sport either then for taking no. care of your ankles. But I'm not a very smart person. I think we've already established that. So.
1: I love the fact that can say, so Chris, what's the deal? Well, I had my foot incinerated. Well, that's nice. <laughs> nice to hear.
2: That's
4: well, great. It came up in conversation the other day, and, and I don't know what how it came up, and I'm like, Oh yeah, they incinerate. They incinerate that stuff. Did you keep? They're like, what?
2: Did you keep any part of it, like as like a souvenir at all? No, like, no. like your so big good. toe. Like I don't know. Ooh,
1: big toe on keychain.
2: I don't know. Like a part of me would want to like some of it with me for some reason. Like I'd make like a necklace out of like, like the bone of some. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, really, you wouldn't want that. Think about that. That's horrid. I don't know. I. Think of the smell. I'm
0: not, I'm not oh, talking about Jesus. skin,
2: you guys. I'm talking yeah, about bone. Then,
4: you know they actually this came up cuz I've got sick friends, uh just like you, Brittany, you who think of something like that, that horrifying. Um I had friends ask me about that before it happened and I just for shits and giggles, I asked the the medical staff yeah. about that. They said they They will give a religious exemption for that. And in certain cases, they will let people take their body part if it's a a religious thing. I think I remember them saying that at the time, which is crazy. What constitutes a religious thing? I don't know. I think there might be certain religions or something that I I, I don't know. I just remember it coming up and I was like, huh. Weird. Well, no, I'm still not going to try to keep this. I didn't. I didn't want the damn thing anyway. Otherwise, I wouldn't have got rid of it.
2: <laughs> You're like I've had long thought about this. I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, let's get this thing out of here. Onward wow. and upward. I like that.
4: Uh, let's see what else is going on in the news. You want anything else, or are you guys? Uh...
1: <laughs> no, no, we're good to go.
2: What? I just. Chris, I, you are this hilarious today. You're very, very dramatic today. Do you guys even yeah. want
0: anything from I don't, me?
2: Listen, I don't want
4: to, like, shove all this stuff down your throat <laughs> because a lot, a lot of it's not great. I mean, I can tell you that right now. Uh, and I I would thoroughly rather listen to you guys talk about stuff, but I, I don't know what, other than me sitting here blabbing about my foot getting cut off, which I think is a topic that has been talked about enough already. So uh,
1: that's I don't I think so.
2: First, you think I you're getting think so. fired. I'm getting, probably getting fired in a couple. Of, do you guys even want me to talk? Like, what is going on with you today, Chris? You are so
4: dramatic. I, I have low self-esteem, Brady. Don't. We, we can, we can talk about it. Stop. Oh, and uh, okay. the twins. Let's talk about the twins.
1: So I have to ask you one thing before we move on to the twins, okay?
0: <laughs>
4: yes, go
1: ahead. How old were you when you got your leg amputated?
4: Uh, well, hell! It was not. It was five years ago, so it hasn't been that long.
1: Oh, so it hasn't been that long. So you were never able to, like, pull it all together on a Halloween, get a pirate hat, and get a peg leg. You never well, did that. Well, I,
4: I have, I. The truth is,
1: when truth. this gig
4: <laughs> is over, which I've already established it will be, um, I would like a side hustle to be like pirate for parties. Oh,
1: <laughs> phenomenal
4: and I also thought it'd be really cool because um, a, a couple of years ago uh, I sold the boat since then but I had a boat that kind of like a pirate theme look on it uh, really? Like how, how cool would it be to be like take people out on tours of the lake or whatever in the whole freaking pirate garb and like take them to bars and like you know, oh, go around and just do love it. dumb pirate things I would think people would love that
2: yeah, I, I. would. I agree with you, Chris. I do think, unfortunately, for you, like pirates are not in trend right now. So, like, let's hope Johnny Depp like jumps back on the franchise. And we can make this happen because, like, I feel like we're missing that element. Like, Disney needs to make another movie, kind of thing.
4: You know, I would agree with that. Um, and pirates definitely do ebb and flow. Yes, this is in true. Our culture. Yeah. And I would say this might be a downtime for for pirates. I can't name any specific examples other than the johnny Je- johnny depp trial, which wrapped up that was last summer right
2: yeah
4: mm-hmm. so um but i'm thinking like the whole beard the hair the freaking uh beads in your hair not showering <laughs> like drinking the all day
1: sure uh, do you guys even want to go on the tour
4: that i want to conquer i mean everything about it sounds awesome yeah
1: I think it would be wonderful. I, I'm hoping someday to go and hop on Pirates of the Caribbean and uh, get to the end, and there are you sitting in the chair <laughs> instead of Johnny Depp. <laughs> that would be phenomenal.
4: Lived... Uh, when we lived in Seattle, they had this whole big thing there during the summer. It's called Seafair. Um, and it's like the most regular thing that ever happens in Seattle. It's kind of like treated like we treat the State Fair mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. in Minnesota. But it's this uh, one week out of the summer where people like actually do – american type things. Seattle's been described as the least american city in America. I don't know if you've heard that before, but it's it's a different it's got a different vibe, but uh once a year it like kind of comes together for the seafare thing and they have this group of guys called the seafare Pirates. And this is like a full-time year-round job for them, kind of like being a, like uh, a one of those shriners that drives little cars around or something. Yeah, or, so or a
2: Vulcan, like a Vulcan yeah, is or yeah. Or
4: Vulcan, yeah. Uh, except it's the Seafair Pirates, and man, I went drinking with them before uh, the Seafair Parade one year. Mm-hmm. It was like the most fun I've ever had in my life, and I'm like, at that moment, I was like, I'm gonna become a pirate. Oh! And that was before the peg leg thing. So see, I mean, man, things are just falling together for me. Getting dealt I don't a my nice hand here. Yeah, right. I like the way you look at it, AJ. Yeah.
1: I don't think there's any someone. question. Uh, so in any case, you were going to go to a story when I interrupted you with, with that dream of seeing you at Pirates of the Caribbean. So what were you going to say?
4: <laughs> this might be my last uh, podcast. <laughs> See, look at you. I feel like we got to do a wellness check on Chris on. today. I'm going to come on, over there with a phone. Yeah, I've got oh, a text no, from Amy. Anyway. Um, she's like, hmm, maybe we should talk about this.
1: So you're leaving, you're leaving the podcast in one day and the TV station in <laughs> one to two years. That's what you're talking about? That's everything?
4: No, no, I know I've got a lot of years left. Um, (laughs) I would hope so. uh, So uh, are we getting excited for baseball season yet?
1: Oh, yeah. AJ and I were just talking about it. I cannot wait. Two more days, baby.
4: Well, of course, spring is always a weird time around here, right? Because you know it's going to be cold and crappy for the first month or two of the games. But um, there's a new uh, scoreboard at Target Field. Have you guys seen that yet? Is no. it
3: massive?
4: It's the sixth largest, in Ooh. fact. So, and there's also the new, uh, the new twins. There's a new version of those up there too. I was over there at uh, watching the high school boys basketball games last weekend, or two weekends ago, and I caught a glimpse of the sign. It, it does look cool, and uh, it's crazy to think how much that's evolved in just like the last thirty years. Like, remember the Jumbotrons or whatever they were called in the, mm-hmm. in the metronome mm-hmm. and how crappy those were?
1: A horrible stadium that was. Like the 1 like 2 World Series. There.
4: Holding, it's like somebody was holding up a freaking 16 inch TV up on the very top <laughs> of the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah I, that. I, that'll be fun.
1: You love the new stadium though, don't you? Because I think it's magnificent.
4: I do. I, I I do. I I I know it wasn't a popular thing to think of at the time, but I don't see why they just didn't spend the extra money to put a retractable roof on it. I know the configuration at downtown. You know, it would have been a more expensive fix, but given the weather, I I just I still don't quite get why they didn't do that. But other than that, right. I mean, it's it's a beautiful place though. It's hard to. It's hard to argue with it, just sitting right downtown there in the backdrop. and makes me think of summer.
1: It does indeed. A lot of great places to park. The food there is really good. I mean, I I love that stadium. Magnificent.
4: Mm -hmm. Love it.
1: So there it is. All right, Palomino. um, So we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll see if you still have a job tomorrow, and then we'll bring you on.
4: Well, let me know. I'm fully expecting the conversation <laughs> that happening. Oh, my God. I'm an adult. I can handle it.
1: <laughs> I'm an adult. No, I look forward to talking to you tomorrow, Chris. Thank you, sir. All right,
4: bye, guys. Have a good day.
1: Channel 5's Eyewitness News. Chris Eggert. I love him. What a good guy. Oh, He's he's always been a good guy. So,
2: I just love him. He is so funny. I, as soon as he started talking today, I was like, he just seems a little bit like he might need to look in the mirror and just be like, you matter. Like, he might need <laughs> a little bit of a pep talk today. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think. I think you're absolutely right about that. We have to take a break. Got some spots to run. Coming back, ladies and gentlemen, Colabakini. Talking about Ted Lasso. New episodes each Wednesday on Apple TV Plus. Kola will join us right after this. Tom Bernard. Hello,
2: I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company.
1: And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at
3: North American Banking Company. Bradley's partner.
2: As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with a lot of multi-generational, family-owned businesses. Nerds nice. Here at NerdWallet, we often see people wrestle with financial decisions.
1: Mike is in the ring, up against his nemesis, INDECISION. Mike can't decide the best way to save his money, and INDECISION has him boxed in. But wait, Mike tagged in NerdWallet! Oh,
3: let's
2: go. <sighs> with wallet side-by-side comparisons, you can find a high-yield savings account with interest rates that earn more bank for your buck. So the next time you wrestle with a financial decision... <sighs> You'll come out on top. Nerd Wallet, the smartest decision for all your financial decisions.
0: At the new Tom Bernard morning show, we're pretty low-key. We talk in regular voices. Well, except for Tom's, which is all like, You're a disaster. But we don't get all hypey and stuff. However, we are doing a contest called Pick Your Prize. You could win $10,000 worth of yard machines from Tri-State Bobcat. worth of machines. It's pretty hard not to get excited about $10,000 worth of lawn machines, including a zero-turn mower, a walk-behind mower, snowblower, string trimmer, leaf blower, chainsaw, and more. Or a $10,000 Cub Foods gift card. all you have to do is register on the Tom Bernard Show app which you already have, right? Well, if not, download it. No big deal. Then register. Every time you open the app between now and March 31st, you'll be entered in the $10,000 Pick Your Prize contest. That's it. Download the Tom Bernard Show app. It's free, and it's in your app store. Win $10,000 worth of yard machines from Tri-State Bobcat, a $10,000 cup gift card, and so much more. See it all on the Tom Bernard Show app.
1: When you need someone to listen A lawyer you know and
3: trust If you've never been in an auto accident, it's hard to know what to expect
4: from the insurance adjuster. Here are some tips. One, if they talk to you about whether or not you should hire a lawyer, it's a good sign that you probably should. Two, it's illegal for them to give you any legal
3: advice. They aren't lawyers and they aren't licensed to practice law. Three, if they tell you that everyone involved in the accident is at fault, they're wrong. This comes from the belief that you're at fault
4: for just being on the road. That's nonsense and not supported by any law. Finally, remember that friendly adjusters are often just gaining information. They want you to do most of the talking so they can file their report. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to us.
2: Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
1: Seeking
0: justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Brian